Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. You're listening to Thy Kingdom Come with host Katie Hughes on Spirit-Filled Radio. If you enjoy this program, please drop us a line at spiritfilledmedia.org. Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Thy Kingdom Come, where we think about God's plan here on earth, and how Jesus prayed, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done and how we can be instruments of the kingdom of God to become here on earth. What do I mean by that? Well, in past weeks, I've talked about the Holy Spirit. I've talked about the scriptures saying that we are baptized to be priest, prophet, and king, that God equips us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit to do what he did and even more because he goes to the Father before us. And his whole reason was on the cross crucified, Jesus took upon himself every infirmity and every sin, your sin, my sin, the sin of the world, and he conquered death. Well, if he conquered death and he conquered sin, though we may be sinners at times, God has a plan for us to live in his kingdom here on earth, and we are part of that through our relationship as adopted daughters and sons. Today, I wanted to talk about more extensively about hearing God, listening to God, and sharing testimony of how God speaks to a person in his own love language just for them. And why does God do that? Well, one, he loves us and he wants us to know his heart for us. He wants us to have just even a small inkling understanding of his divine love for us, his divine mercy, and how he loved us enough to die, take upon all our sins, all infirmity, to come back to show us that he has conquered all that is bad in our lives and in the world. And he wants to encourage us. And how does he encourage us? 
when he sent the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. So getting back to hearing God and why he wants us to listen to him for the purpose of knowing his love for us, knowing his plan for us, and hearing him and even his instructions on how to live our life. Now we have the catechism and the church tradition and the church doctrine that tells us how to be a good Christian, how to live a good Christian life. And that's all very important. That's why we have the sacraments. It's the fuel foundation upon what we draw strength from to live a Christian life. But we also have this personal relationship. Do you want to have a personal relationship with God? I have some experiences to share with you that help me. And I've heard these things through spiritual direction, through books uh, on the saints, and listening to different seminar talks and things like that. And so maybe you have too, and you've heard these things, but maybe you need a little encouragement from someone walking the walk of a Christian life and having same struggles as you. And I'm happy to share with you my struggles in hearing God. And I haven't always in my life, listen to God. And that was pretty disastrous for me. Now I know what it's like to live a life listening to God. Am I perfect at it? No. I have pride. I have sin in my life where I reject what he wants for me because sometimes the things he wants for me humble me. Well, why would God want to humble me? To be more like him, to be more Christ-like to his people. Here, I'd like to start off with what helps me hear God. Uh, I've talked about this before. Adoration in the presence of God. We have the ability to be in the physical presence of Jesus Christ. And we also have the Holy Spirit living within us. And when I spend time in front of the tabernacle, it's a struggle for me at first to wind down, to let go of the day, and just be present and do absolutely nothing. It is the hardest thing is to turn off the brain. So once you've decided that you're ready to take the plunge or have struggled and would like to go deeper in your prayer time at adoration or before the tabernacle, my advice is to find something like a rosary, um, prayer beads, a prayer rope, Um, an image, it could be an image of divine mercy, just to help cue you physically with your senses, being in a quiet place like a chapel or a quiet room in your home, or even sitting in your car if you're not able to go to adoration or go to the church for uh, before the tabernacle. God is with you if you call upon him, especially you can always call on the Holy Spirit. So come Holy Spirit. And these types of uh, devices, uh, sacramentals, these cues of prayer can help center your mind on Jesus. So even as I'm talking right now, I'm holding my um, prayer beads because they remind me to stay in prayer while I speak, to put all my thoughts on God and let Him use me as an instrument to yield myself to him and what he wants me to say. So I prayed about what to say today. And it really was about stepping out in faith in hearing God for yourself. Um, Before I think you go and pray for other people, I think it's really important 
to get in tune with the Lord and how he speaks to you. Once you're seated in your quiet place in the chapel or wherever you're able to be in the presence of God, still maybe reeling with the things in your mind, it's okay. Take the time to share with God all that's on your heart. And once you're done with that, you can stop and just be. And maybe ask God a couple questions to help guide your your prayer time in silence. And one of the questions I like to ask God is, Lord, what do you think of me right now? What is on your heart for me, Lord? What was it today that you liked about what I did? And with that, you may get your answer. Maybe you get a sense of peace. And if you're struggling, you can say, Come Holy Spirit. Come Lord, come now. Lord, I invite you into my life. Prayer takes practice. It takes endurance. It's a muscle. You don't just come naturally. It's definitely something about growing in your relationship with God and maturity in prayer. And you start asking God, what does he want? God, what do you want for my life? In the past, I did everything what I wanted to do with no thought of what God wants me to do. Even small things, what to wear, uh, ministries to join, what activities to do, what to eat, what to do in my free time, what books to read, what to watch. I just did what I wanted to. I never in my, in my wildest dream would think that I would now be going to God for the little things. Lord, what do you want me to eat today? Lord, how do you want me to spend my money? Lord, what would you like me to buy for this person as a gift? Not just my desires. I go to him. What's his desire? What's his heart's desire? Because when I want what he wants, I'm living a life in his righteousness. Now, I could be living a good life and doing whatever I feel like doing, and those things are fine, and they're not evil in themselves. But how much better is with the quality of my spiritual life, relationship with God be, if I yielded to what His desires are for me? And how do I know that I'm choosing things that God wants me to do? Usually, I have a lot of peace from big things to little things, from where to live to what car to buy, who to spend my time with, those types of things, relationships with friends, when to say yes, when to say no to commitments. I have a peace when I find myself in union with God and what he wants me to do. Because there's so many options of things to do in life, but I want to do what he wants I want to glorify God. I want to help him in his mission of bringing the good news. And part of that is living a holy life relying on the Lord. And many saints did that. I've heard especially St. Therese of the Little Flower that she would go to God for every little thing. One Easter, uh, I've been praying about buying a dress for Easter. And the dress was online and it needed to be shipped to me. And I kind of procrastinated and waited kind of until late week. The dress that I had been praying about and thinking about but delaying on purchasing was located by an individual in Michigan. And so by the time Wednesday came around, I still hadn't really decided what I was going to do. On Thursday, I messaged the owner of the dress 
and I said, if I bought it, would you be able to get it to me by Holy Saturday? Because mail would not be delivered on, on Easter Sunday, of course. So the person told me they got my zip code I, and they said, oh, I looked it up and they said it would be about $30 to ship it overnight. I said, Lord, I don't need this dress. I was, you know, I could wear something I already have, but I feel called to get this dress. So I asked the woman, please mail it out this Thursday afternoon. I said to myself, Lord, I put this in your hands that you'll have it delivered to me by regular mail by Saturday. And then I let it go. I just had put it in his hand, had peace, and let go. Whatever God wants. Well, Saturday rolled around. Saturday morning actually rolled around through regular mail. It got to me in a day and a half. I I like to think of it as God's supernatural intervention in my life, which is a miracle. And I think God wanted to show me that he was listening to me. The dress wasn't a big deal, but he was listening to me and honored the fact that I turned to him for his help. He wants us to turn to him for help. And yes, he wants to help us with uh, trials in our lives and difficulties and things like that. He wants us to also, he also wants to celebrate with us the victories in our life and the and joyful things. To have a relationship where we're constantly talking to him and we're listening to him. As some people say, we have two ears for listening and one mouth for talking. So should we should listen twice as much as we talk for all relationships, but especially our relationship with God. I do hope you like what you're hearing today on Thy Kingdom Come. I hope that you also have a chance to listen to our other shows on Spirit-Filled Radio, including Evangelization Now, Fullness of Grace, Beauty of Our Catholic Heritage, and Father Augustine and Friends. These are just a few of our shows. Well, thanks for listening today, and I hope you're getting something out on this show where we're focusing on listening to God for ourselves so that we can grow in our prayer life and grow in a relationship with our Lord to help us become better Christians and become saints the Lord can use to bring His kingdom here on earth. Now, earlier I was talking about a pretty quick, victorious story of hearing God and how he answered a prayer, and how God wants to celebrate with us. Now I want to share with you about a tumultuous situation where in the beginning I was praying, but not listening until much later. Back about uh, six months ago, I was thinking about moving. Now my reasons for pretty much just practical somewhere less expensive, somewhere where there's less taxes. And I would pray to God, say, God, should I move? You know, what do you want from me? I, you know, it's so expensive where I live in this state. What do you want from me? And so I was praying, but I wasn't listening. And I know that's the case because As I started thinking about moving and planning and thinking about strategies, I became more and more anxious. I had no peace. I was constantly upset and frustrated and worried. When I thought about staying, it made more sense. I had more peace about it. 
While this went on, this struggle went on of discernment for about six months. I said, Lord, what do you want? What do you really want for me? I don't think you want me to move. I need to trust you, Lord. Are you asking me to trust you, Lord? And with that, I started to pay attention to God's way of speaking to my heart. And he gave me a sense of peace when I started focusing on staying exactly where I was. And when I did that, I had only peace. I had great faith that I was doing the right thing by staying exactly where I am. And I have many different confirmations of that and such a greater sense of peace. But unfortunately, it took me so long to get to that point. Six months is a long time to be anxious and worried. I wanted to share this because it is a success story in that I I learned about listening to God and not listening to worry, not listening to the negativity, but really putting my faith in God. That's where the peace comes when you put your faith in God And walking by faith and not by sight. When we walk by faith, we may not see the outcome before us. The world may have a viewpoint that what you're doing isn't practical, doesn't make sense, isn't financially fiscal in their eyes. But when you learn to just trust in God and providing, if that's a situation or solving your problem, when you really turn to the Lord and listen to His heart for you, what He wants for you, and to not compare your your life with other people's lives, but to really focus on what God wants for you, the greater your peace will return to you. Now I'd like to just turn our eyes and hearts and minds towards the image of the time of Jesus when he was gathering his apostles. I don't know about you, but if some stranger started to do and say beautiful things that were encouraging, then he asks you, a lowly person who doesn't know anything about the scriptures in the depth that a a rabbi would know and wants you to follow him, would you do it? If you were a fisherman or maybe you were a farmer and you met Jesus, do you think you would have the heart to follow him? I don't know what I would do. I like to think I would follow him. I think reflecting on how they, not knowing all that we know now about Jesus Christ and what he did for us, they were given little bits and pieces of Jesus's plan and the Father's plan for Jesus to save us all from sin, to save us from death and all that is evil so that we can have eternal life. Does any of that make sense to those people? They had the idea and they had the prophecies of the Messiah, but to think that they would personally be involved with this Messiah, why would God choose them? Well, God likes a humble heart, and He likes someone who He can mold. And I think He picked each one of the apostles for different reasons and different purposes. That they were prepared by the lives that they were living prior to Jesus entering in. And God gave them what they needed 
to follow him while Jesus was here on earth. Now, when Jesus left and he said I had to go and he had to return to the Father and he would send the Holy Spirit, that must have been a really scary time waiting for the Holy Spirit to come because they didn't have Jesus after he ascended into heaven. And they had to believe and trust that Jesus would answer, would fulfill his promise. He had already risen from the dead, so anything can happen with Jesus Christ. I believe they knew that. But I'm not sure they fully understood what was going to happen. And the Holy Spirit was the only thing missing to launch their ministries, to do what Jesus needed them to do to grow the church. That was their whole mission, was to grow the church and spread the good news. If you ever feel a little overwhelmed by listening to God and, and not being sure if you're hearing God, just remember what the apostles went through and how they turned their faith to Jesus and believed that he would provide and that even when we fail as they did themselves and we will fail, Jesus is always willing to help us. He just asks that we humbly turn to him and follow him in his ways. And we can always start over again. I hope you heard some things that were new, maybe in listening to God. And maybe these are things you can start practicing, hearing God for yourself and relying on him for all the little things in your life, the little things, even what to do first. Lord, do you want me to go exercise first? Or do you want me to go to church first? Lord, do you want me to brush my teeth? Lord, do you want me to have that second cup of coffee? All those little things just practice throughout the week. And I I assure you that as you lean on the Lord and become more docile and reliant on Him, He will provide you greater opportunities to hear Him in your life for big and small things. And He cares about the little details in your life. From a dress to to what car to buy, to where to live, and who to marry. All these things, they matter to God. So put your faith in the Lord and say, Jesus, I trust in you. God bless you, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. And let us end with a prayer. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God bless you, and see you next time. This is Katie of Thy Kingdom Come. I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never. Good Father, it's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you, it's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. Oh, and I've seen many searching for it. Far and wide, but I
To Thy Kingdom Come with host Katie Hughes on Spirit Filled Radio. If you enjoy this program, please let us know at spiritfilledmedia.org. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit Filled Hearts Ministry with a one time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.